Welcome to the Inside Startup Investing Podcast powered by King's Crowd. As always, I'm your host, Chris Lestrino. From discussions with founders and VCs to industry experts and special guests, we want to provide you with the inside scoop on all things startup investing. Whether you're investing $50 a deal or $500,000 a deal, we have the stories you need to hear before clicking invest. From the metaverse to spaceflight and beyond, join us as we explore the world of startup investing for all. And now, on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Inside Startup Investing Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Lestrino, and today we are joined by Anna Goodmanson, who is the co-founder and CEO of a company called Sensate. Now, this is actually a company that's perfect uh, to discuss here in the new year, because I know we all have our, um, you know, all the things we're trying to work on in 2023, right, and make ourselves better people. Um, and stress is probably a big component of something you're trying to manage or figure out how to uh, yeah, manage better. And this is a company that is trying to help folks uh, manage their stress in a really unique and interesting way uh, that I've never heard of before. So we are going to dive in here. And Anna, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to learn more about your company. Thank you so much for having me. So Anna, tell us a little bit about yourself. And then, of course, I'd love for you to explain a little bit about what Sensate actually is and how it works. Yeah, great. Um, so who am I? Um, I have a technology background, so I've only worked in exponential technology fields, um, which is, I guess, sort of unique. Very early in mobile, very early in mobile marketing, big data. So a lot of um, you know, seem to seem to gravitate towards um, very exponentially growing uh, markets, and I'm actually, you know, in that again, the whole uh, wellness tech and uh, mental wellness uh, technology field is exponentially growing, both in terms of of, um, of um, investments into the market, but also products and 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 growth consumer spend. So I love solving enormous problems uh, with technology. I really believe that technology is just an accelerator and we can use it for good or we can use it for bad. It's just uh, uh, sort of a magnifier. Um, I'm from Sweden originally. I've lived in six countries, speak four languages. Um, huge passion for human evolution and macro positive impact. Um, and Sensate, uh, which I have the pleasure to um, be co-founder and CEO of, um, is a product that originates out of uh, a clinic, uh, really. It's my co-founder, Stefan Schmelik, who um, uh, ran a very prominent integrated healthcare clinic in Holly Street in London, uh, where I used to live. And um, he treated 10, they, they, the top specialists treated tens of thousands of people with very complex health conditions and really realized that... Um, Calming the nervous system is extremely important for health. You know, when we trigger the stress response, we we switch off the immune system. And so, what Sensei does, it's um, it's a consumer product. Everyone can buy it online, and uh, you put a device on your sternum, and you put your own headphones on, and you start the session in an app. And then you'll feel like a purring through the de little device that sits on the sternum. Um, and that's actually infrasonic frequency. And then there's harmonized sound, which sounds like music, that also has a calming effect. Um, and so that's like one session, one piece. The sessions are between 10 and 30 minutes. So we have many, many users now that use this. And it's it's really targeted for people who struggle with stress and anxiety, but who don't really know how to meditate or find it really difficult to get a regular meditation practice. And that happens to be a quite large percentage of the population. So 
people know that it's unhealthy to continuously have activated stress response and we can talk more about what that actually does to the body uh, but find it difficult and especially if we're really overwhelmed it can be hard to to calm down and so I was absolutely blown away when I was introduced to Stefan to see how this is actually something that people manage to keep using at home because it's very, very difficult to get behavioral change in this area. And um, and so I only joined as a co-founder, actually, when I'd been an advisor and a board director and, you know, had a chance to see that this this product could really have a global impact. That's really, really interesting. I have to ask, you know, because and I'm sure many people think this and and not in a negative way, but just in a reality of there's so many devices out there. There's so many claims about things that can be done. Um, so how does this actually work? Because it almost sounds like a gimmick, like it's too good to be true. Like it, it could help, you know, calm you down and, and manage your stress. How does the device actually work? Yeah, I mean, to some extent, like some, so, someone called it like it's it's surprisingly and unsurprisingly effective. So it's actually just tapping into the body's own so-called technology because um the chest area is built to create a resonance field and for thousands of years uh yogis and buddhist monks monks and so on have been trying to get low frequency vibration into the chest area through oming so in yoga go om yeah so if we learn how to do that properly you feel at the center of your chest a very special type of vibration and I've, because I'm a geek on this area, as well as on technology, I've, you know, practiced this a lot as well. And I did a, you know, group arming for an hour and you feel euphoric afterwards. So this is not magic. It's the vagus nerve, um, which goes straight through here. Um, ancient traditions have known about this for a long time. There is no news that the vagus nerve controls the stress response and that good vagal nerve means good resiliency and good stress resiliency. And that's how we use it. Um, the vagus nerve also has a lot of other benefits and medical benefits. We have medical vagus nerve stimulators, so typically electrical stimulation, and it's connected to all the organs in the body, the gut, etc. But we're not a medical uh, product. We're really just focusing on this calming and relaxing effect that creating a resonance field in the chest area um, has. So it's a natural, naturally occurring thing in your body. If you know how to kind of manage it, you could do it on your own. But for most of us, we have no idea about it whatsoever. And this is a device that essentially helps activate and do a process that is natural within us. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. And the point is like, we're both Stefan and I, we do meditation. We meditate. We, I do mm -hmm. a lot of breath work. What we deeply both care about is the fact that it's not accessible for everyone. So we're not advocating do this instead of existing practices. The truth is the vast majority of the population is not learning how to arm and sitting and doing that in an hour a day. They are not, they're finding it extremely difficult to implement regular meditation practices, although they know the benefit. Um, they might establish occasional breath. All these things are great. Breath work is great. Meditation is fantastic. And so what blew me away was having looked at a lot of usage data where, you know, a lot of the meditation apps and so on, it's single digit retention. Um, right. It's a small, small percentage of people that really establish long term practices um, and have that behavioral change, which is where, you know, I've spent a lot of past <laughs> career time in. And so to see that just from the device, we're not poking people to use it. Um, well, this device and, and sound, right? Um, we're not pushing people to use it. It's, it just works. And that's why people keep using it. And that for me 
is the, the solution to the problem because a product or a practice that is very effective but people don't do has zero impact if you're not so doing it work. it has no impact <laughs> it's not yeah. helpful in terms of that retention one i would love to hear what the level of retention has been um how many times you see people using it over what period of time and then the other interesting thing that I, i'd really love to learn more about is some of the feedback that you've gotten in success cases where it's been really helpful for folks Okay, so I actually started to get interested when we got the first um, 900 products to market um, in 2019. And I, because of, I've looked at so much usage data and I actually went back to the developers and said, hey guys, there's something wrong with the usage data because it's kind of 10x what it should be. So uh, that was, uh, uh, and uh, you know, uh, embarrassingly arrogant uh, comment, but I really thought there was something wrong with the usage data, but it wasn't. Um, so, and, and then also just seeing the number of spontaneous testimonials. So this was at a time where we were not trying to get any testimonials. We just sold the product and people would go online and find a way to contact um, uh, Stefan um, and and say like this product has really changed my life. So in terms of what type of testimonials, and I'll get to the usage numbers, um, we we actually get a lot of also medically related because healing the autonomic nervous system and stop triggering the stress response is extremely important for recovering from a lot of things like chronic disease and IBS and those kind of things. We don't post too much about that because we're not a medical device and we don't really want to be even even though it's not us saying it like one but but that there we have a lot of of uh, people that really struggled to, with that particular part of their recovery but otherwise it's you know um i've been struggling with with stress and anxiety for many years i know i should be meditating um i just haven't been able to i got this uh, product i could really feel my heart rate going down and i could relax thank you so much blah 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 but so, so those those are the very very common ones and really beautiful things people that have had also severe stress and, and trauma and ptsd um that you know has been able to do things that they weren't previously able to do so so that is very a lot of really really heartwarming um feedback and um and also around sleep so 20 25 percent of our users um use the product for sleeping um so that's interesting um we're gonna have to uh, probably look more into into that segment but a lot of people find it extremely good to fall asleep and also fall back asleep um some people use it for sleep improvements uh, like increasing hrv during sleep and things like that mm -hmm. um but uh, but yeah so how does it look they're kind of more or less we have the frequent users that use the product on an ongoing basis either for general improvement. So it's this kind of, um, you know, I, I use it regularly because I want to improve X, Y, Z, but the vast majority of people use it on a needs base. So it's more like, okay, I'm feeling completely overwhelmed right now and I'm going to go and do a sensate session. And that's really wonderful because that's, you know, having something that works when people are in that state, because that's also when we make bad decisions or, mm -hmm latch out at people or, um, you know, whatnot. So the vast majority is that 46% of our active user base is frequent users. So that means that they use it several times a week or several times a day. So, you know, average out on sort of daily. Um, and then we have also a lot of users that in any normal product context would churn, but they're back. And that's because stress is a guaranteed part of life. 
So even if we happen to have a few weeks where, you know, nothing is, is happening, like stress is part of life. So it really isn't about eliminating stress from our life, it's learning to, ma to manage it. Uh, we want to challenge ourselves. We want to be out of our comfort zone. And, uh, you know, if you, we're always going to end up having stressful situations. So really the, um, the aim there is to, to, to have ways to, uh, to manage it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and stress is certainly always a part of life and something that will uh, continue to recur. So it's a nice recurring business, which kind of leads me into my next question, which is you've sold the device, um, but you are moving into a model. I would imagine it's a little bit like um, the app com where you're building in a recurring model that you can pay a subscription fee for. Can you tell us what types of features and value add you get um, out of out of the subscription that you're creating? Of course. Yeah, we're just actually rolling that out uh, cohort by cohort. Uh, so the uh, plus, which is a premium subscription, which means that it's an add on. So it's optional. We will leave the free content free. It's that's not changing. So anyone who's got a product will still have everything they have. Um, but for our frequent user base, um, we have they want more variety. So of the sessions, right? So there is certain sound or sessions that kind of, as I said, it's a composition. So it sounds like music, but using specific frequencies that are harmonized with infrasonic frequencies. So the by far most requested uh, feature is to get that. So anyone who signs up will regularly get new of those compositions and they take a little bit of time to, to, to make because there's obviously some science that goes into that. And, um, and so that is, um, the most important part. Then we're building out a lot more around, um, just supporting our key conditions and, um, that, um, you know, those features will come over time and we're actually going to work with our users now to really learn what they want. And that's a nice thing when you're not pushed to revenue. You see what I mean? Like we have a product that really works for people. So now instead we have an ability to really build some value add and really understand how everyone's using the product, what they're looking for, how we can support better. So, so modules around, um, their specific needs is, is the next thing that we're building out. Very cool for investors. Um, what are the unit economics? How much do you charge per device? How much does it cost to produce? Yeah, um, I think, you know, for for detailed unit economics, we kind of do one on one calls uh, typically, but the product is $2.99 on our website. We also sell, so getsensate.com. Uh, we also sell on Amazon US and Amazon UK. Um, the premium subscription will be $49.99 per uh, annual and $7.99 per month uh, to start with. Um, as I said, we're going to build out um, a whole lot more uh, value. So obviously we're raising money, so we're not yet uh, profitable, but we actually have gross margins um, over 50%. Um, we're still uh, manufacturing with our sort of uh, boutique manufacturers. So when we get to really big scales, um, you know, the manufacturing cost comes down as well. And even just the way we're growing right now, which is really rapid growth, the unit economics get better and better, obviously with volume. So very typical tech company with both hardware and software. Um, you know, the, the economics get really attractive, uh, with scale and, um, we, uh, we will raise one more round after this, uh, so that will be a series A. And after that, we, uh, will be able to get to profitability. So then it will be a strategic decision if we wanted to raise more money. Hmm. So 299 per device, I'm curious what your thoughts are on, on kind of addressable market opportunity, obviously at a higher price point, there can be more limitations on how large the opportunity is, but. How do you think about that in terms of, you know, market opportunity you can go after? 
Yeah, so um, we are going to introduce very soon as well a sort of monthly payment for the device. Um, uh, so that will be helpful for people that want it. I think what we're seeing is that um, the question is less about the two ninety nine. It's not a. It's not a like. Of course, I'm aware that there's a lot of people that will find that a stretch. However, if it actually works for you, sure, it's worth it. And I think that's what we're seeing that people, even for them, it had been quite a big like investment. They do not regret it for a second. So um, that's kind of like, you know, if you look at going to therapy or, you know, other solutions and also just like consequences on your life. Uh, I think uh, it really it's it's especially if we you know, when we have the, the monthly payments um, so people can break that up if it's sort of a cash issue for people. Um, and then if we look at just other, you know, hardware devices i mean i've got the aura ring it costs more and <laughs> um so you know it's not we're not over you know that type of hardware market uh price wise uh but we do really we, we know that there's so many people that need this product so we are considering that and we are considering uh you know what direction we take the product over time you know some of our users want more features they would push the price point up and 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 others don't so it's possible that we'll you know have more or we will have more products um you know at some point but we're definitely now very, very focused on bringing the current product to the market and also evolving a little bit the services around it. I'm curious, do you have, um, in terms of kind of selling to consumers, is it just direct to consumer? Do you have partnerships? That was actually kind of thing when you mentioned therapy, like, you know, would therapists ever recommend this? Is that something where it's like, almost like when you go to your doctor, your, you know, professional that you're going to, they might say, hey, this is a useful thing that could be part of your kind of treatment journey. Um, or is it just direct consumer and that's kind of the, the plan going forward? It has been uh, the plan to date. So I'm, I'm very like early stage, I think focus is everything. So it's getting data as quick as possible. So you're not barking down the wrong path, but just validating that you can make money in a channel and then being really focused. You've got always a scarcity of resources, time, uh, you know, spend, whatnot. So, um, and also I find that, you know, the direct to consumer channel, if you can make that work, provides a lot of control and also data early on. So it's, you have direct access to your customers. It's predictable because you get obviously all the economic data of it, as well as, uh, you know, usage data. Um, so that, that's what we've been really focused on. We do have, um, a few small partnerships and they've actually all been inbound. Um, so it's been people say, listen, I have an audience that's really interested in your product. Can we do something? And, and we sort of responded to that. And then I think this is also a really great tribute to the, to the, the, the efficacy of the product. We actually have a bunch of clinics that have reached out and said, exactly what you mentioned. I'm using this product with my patients. I find it the most effective in terms of, you know, being part of their, um, their healing program or recovery program. Um, do you have an affiliate scheme? And initially I was even like, no, no, no distraction. Let's not do it. But then we actually had quite a few. So we set up, um, um, an affiliate scheme and, and, you know, it's really helpful because they know and understand the product and they see how, that it works. Like they work with actual people. Right. So it's not a marketing thing. It's, it's really helping, you know, where it needs to help. Well, in, you know, in, in thinking about it, right, I, I think what I'm trying to think about addressable market and market opportunities, um, something that I find really helpful is just thinking about proxies. And you bring up the Aura Ring. Um, there's a, the company called, it's Whoop or Whoosh uh, mm -hmm. that has done exceedingly well with athletes. Yep. Um, obviously, Calm, you know, kind of went the B2B channel and has kind of blown up and done a really good job. of. But the wellness category today with wearable devices, 
um, is doing really, really well. And you're seeing companies be valued in the hundreds of millions of dollars on occasion, you know, north of a billion, but it's certainly a bigger opportunity than it's ever been before. So it's a really interesting category. Um, as you kind of look to the future, do you see this continuing to be kind of a, a true standalone business and product? Um, do you see this as an acquisition target for one of those larger wellness companies who's just a little further down the road? How do you think about that? Yeah, again, like I'm going back to having always worked in exponential fields that you have very little historical data to look at in anything, right? So, but you can look at other exponential growth. So um, if we even like fitness industries didn't exist a few decades ago, um, hard to believe. And now it's ubiquitous. Everyone is aware of fitness and nutrition. It's part of our lives. And I think what was already happening, but really accelerated with um with the pandemic, I don't think there's a way back. Um, it is like something that has been ignored just as we changed a lot of ways of being and working, which meant that we didn't get enough movement. And all of a sudden everyone was getting obese. And then all of a sudden we had to introduce all these fitness practices. We have now a lot of unwellness um, in the mental emotional space. And um, and that is that is here to stay. And it's it's accelerating really fast. Then, you know, yes, we do see big tech investing a lot in wellness right now. Um, we also, if you look at this other mass mega sectors, um, it's going to cost a lot for healthcare and health insurance and all of that over time. And this problem cannot be solved institutionally. It has to be solved by self-regulation. So there's going to be a search for products that actually work for people to uh, self-regulate at home. Um, and so, you know, clearly that is going to be, you know, I think since it's going to be on the radar there for, for, for a lot of, um, opportunities as well. So, um, I think what we want to make sure, and we're like Stefan and I, and the team are extremely mission driven, like we'll, um, we certainly want to make sure that there's, um, there's a financial return for our investors. We're very committed to that, especially our early investors. We are extremely passionate about the crowdfunding and getting, um, actually also more diversity on our cap table. It's very important to us. Um, and we, we, we are definitely planning for making sure that there is a great return. And apart from that is very much tr mapping. So mapping what's happening in the industry, mapping, looking at other uh, M&A that is happening. And um, it's obviously not something in, in the coming year, but we're, we're keeping on track of, uh, track of the trends. You've raised over a million dollars in your current round of funding on WeFunder. For those who are interested, you can find them on WeFunder um, through the month of January. Uh, if folks are interested, I'd be curious to hear what is kind of the plan for funds raise? How is that going to be applied and where does that take you? Yeah, we're very close to closing the round. So hurry up. We're almost at 2 million. Um, so we funded the com slash sensate. Uh, this uh, funding will get us through to the next round. Um, we're actually at a position where um, our growth is supporting a lot of our costs. Um, so we have pretty good way of stretching our runway where we to need to, uh, but really what we want to do here is uh, marketing communication is an important part. So we get the product out. Um, we do have great, um, over 30% word of mouth already. Uh, but most people don't know about the product. So it's important that people know that this product exists. Um, then about 25% into R and D, um, some of that is going to be product evolution, but then, as I mentioned, the plus, um, and just, just the, the app and the subscription, um, is important and to kind of, um, support a little more there. It's very, very basic to date. Um, and then just some working capital as well to, to support our growth. That makes a lot of sense. Well, 
Thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure learning about your business. I think it's really exciting. As we already mentioned, they're almost at $2 million raised um, and we'll be closing the round soon. It's a really interesting company, um, certainly one in a large category with really solid traction, uh, a terrific founding team. Um, so it's been an absolute pleasure getting a chat with you today. Thank you so very much for your time and thank you all for listening. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Inside Startup Investing. Before you go, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a like or a positive review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to like and share our latest episodes. And if you like what you heard and want to learn more about how we can help you manage your startup investing search, diligence, and management at King's Crowd, check us out at kingscrowd.com. Thanks, and until next time, happy investing.